0: Welcome to the Let's Do It podcast. I'm delighted to introduce our third series, so thank you listeners for joining me today. My name is Anne Glover and I'm a birth and postnatal doula working here in our beautiful way, Northern Ireland. I also teach the wonderful Mongan Method Hypnobirthing course, The Original and the Best, I'm owner of Motherdilla.com and co-founder of the province's first Dilla collective, Doulas of Northern Ireland. So I started this podcast in 2019 as a means of raising awareness about doulas in Northern Ireland and a chat about who we are, what we do and why doulas do what we do. And then listeners asked about information on resources and what is available here in Northern Ireland to support their birthing journey, which has led to some fabulous guests chatting about their own personal birthing experiences and also guests chatting about the wide variety of services they offer locally. So please join me in welcoming new guests to this podcast. Welcome listeners to this episode of Let's Do It. Today, I have the pleasure to welcome back a returning guest to the podcast. Back in December 2020, would you believe it? Uh, Brenda chatted to me on one of my podcasts about looking after your pelvic health. And it's one of the most listened to episodes uh, on my podcast series. So this time we're talking about postnatal recovery and introducing a new publication uh, on that topic by Brenda. So it's very exciting and it's just so wonderful to have her back with me. So I've known Brenda since she was pregnant with her third baby and I'm going to ask her now just to tell you all about herself. So welcome back Brenda. Thank you Anne. <laughs> so I'm sure the listeners will be glad to hear from you again because obviously your last podcast was so interesting for everyone here. So Maybe just a wee introduction again, just to remind the listeners of who you are and why you're doing this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I'm Brenda. Um, I have three daughters: Ida, Belle, and Nancy. Um, they're seven, five, and two and a half, almost three now. Um. Yeah. So I, I I brought out this ebook because the e-book focuses on recovery after childbirth. Um. It's. It's really for the first six weeks. It's the first forty days, which is known as the fourth trimester, and I suppose it, really it was because I think moms are kind of in this haze, in this tech stage, and um, often they're going to Google to look for answers. Um, they they haven't got to their six week checkup, and often when issues arise, they've probably been discharged from the community midwives and. They're just feeling lost and they don't know where to get solid evidence-based um kind of support or um yeah. So that that was the reasoning behind creating this. And it probably took me about two years to finally get it all together and get it out there.
0: Bonnie, well, that's what I was just going to ask you because I have seen the booklet and an awful lot of work has gone into it. It is it's really beautiful as well. It's a beautiful booklet and I have uh forwarded on to some of my clients as you asked me to and they were just they just thought it was amazing I mean as you said this six weeks it's almost like a bit of a mystery especially for first time mums um the expectations and the actual reality you know are so different and everyone's a lot of people just seem to focus on having that six week checkup you know the wait for the six week checkup and like we know that that's not the all end be all sort of thing. So I'm delighted that you've had, you have this booklet out. Um, and so easily accessible. Uh, we can already talk this morning. So easily accessible as well as you say to have it as an e-book too, so people can delve in and out, you know, for it as well. So it's great as well, Brenda, that you're using your expertise in this field. You know, your expertise as physiotherapist and a pelvic health specialist as well. Which is um amazing. So, have you had any feedback from any of your clients so far about it?
1: Yeah, everyone seems to have uh, had positive feedback. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm I'm actually going to go on a podcast next week as well for Local women <laughs> and it's going to feature in Local women. and uh, the one of the lead GPs in Northern Ireland has. Agreed to take it on and review it, and hopefully pass it around or somehow they'll distribute it. Um, so yeah, it's just getting it out there, and I'm also working with a couple of people within the trust as well to try and get it. Maybe mums um, can access it in in pregnancy, so maybe if they get like a wee QR code and they can scan it. But yeah, I've had really really good feedback. I haven't heard anything um, negative, but I do welcome anything that is critical because I want it to be as a a really good resource for mums um and yeah any feedback at all is welcome so we can adapt and you know make it more easily accessible or easier to read or understand um so yeah all feedback is really really welcome but so far yeah we've had really excellent feedback
0: yeah and like what i would say as well you know working as a doula or and you know teacher here in northern ireland i always think that think that birthing and partners and, and dads should also be able to read that so they know how they can support you know the mum in, in the postnatal period as well
1: yeah yeah I, I really would love it if, if dads were reading it too um and I think things are shifting dads are feeling like you know I see dads out actually baby wearing more and mm-hmm. I actually seen a dad well I assume he was a dad last week out running with the baby in a buggy Wow, and really. it's not something you would really have seen in Northern Ireland ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so and there seems to be organisations set up now like Dad's Voice NI, which is based in Malinina, and um, oh. you know Dad meetups and Dad and Baby Groups. So I think it's amazing, and I would love this book to be accessed by fathers too. Yeah, I think that'd be great.
0: Yeah, so it's really all about getting it out there, isn't it? So it seems like you're doing a lot of work and, and raising awareness of it. And I wish you good luck with your podcast next week as well. That's great. <laughs> um, So it's not just all about pelvic health. No. You know? <laughs> so any other topics? Um, I know as well that you have an interest in birth trauma. Um, If you wanted to mention a wee bit about that here now, like what you would say to anyone who thought there were, you know, experience any distress in that postnatal period as well you know how this booklet could help them
1: so yeah i i worked along with um a psychotherapist a couple of psychotherapists uh in fact three different psychotherapists and um, one of them uh, they all specialize in, in perinatal mental health so that's mental health within pregnancy and after childbirth um I would say to anybody who thinks they're experiencing birth trauma is often when you experience birth trauma, it's it can be misdiagnosed as the number one thing. Most most healthcare, like say for example, if you go to your GP with some of the symptoms of birth trauma, um, you'll often receive a misdiagnosis of anxiety, depression, OCD. Um, being diagnosed with birth trauma in the community is actually not that common um the, the symptoms of birth trauma are quite different than other mental health um issues mm-hmm. so that's the number one thing um birth trauma seems to be associated more with mums who feel a sense of detachment like from themselves and others or from the baby and also hyper vigilance where they're constantly scanning or on high alert um they often wouldn't want to talk about their birth um and they can experience flashbacks and insomnia. Um, so the symptoms are quite different from anxiety and depression. And anxiety and depression are listed in the ebook. But I've actually created a separate link to the mind charity to get, um, which is a specialist charity on birth trauma, to see the specific symptoms for birth trauma. So if you tap on the link within the ebook, you'll go there and it'll describe exactly what birth trauma is the signs and symptoms, and how to access help. Um, if anyone thinks she is experiencing birth trauma, the one thing I would want to say is that you can heal from birth trauma. Um, you, you often will feel like it's this is impossible, I'll, I'll never get over this, this is just the way things are now. There'll be a sense of before and after, like the person I was before, there's no hope of me getting back to that place. Um, but it absolutely is possible to heal it's it is just more complex than anxiety and depression, and um, you need more expert care and help to do so um and many of the other practices within the ebook will help as well um but it's important that you get you get one to one help um yeah. some of those are listed in the ebook and they're very simple things like. Limiting your blue light exposure, so iPhones, iPads, um, because that is, disrupts your sleep. Try and, and I know this is a really common thing, sleep when the baby sleeps, but not so much sleep when the baby sleeps, just prioritizing sleep. It is the most, most crucial thing for your, your mental health. Um, the second one being movement that you enjoy. So if you did um, exercise or move before pregnancy or in pregnancy, um, gently return to that. Um, possibly with help of a physio Um, but yeah birth trauma won't heal on its own and many moms will try and fix this on their own and try and cope or accept to some degree this is the way things are but you can only take it to a certain um, place or to a certain stage Um, and the one-to-one support is essential.
0: Yeah and that's a really good valid point you know because sometimes birth trauma it's not recognized or you know when you know babies are born sometimes the priorities change and there's a massive like transformation you know all around within the family and again sometimes in our cultures the like stuck it up and just get on with it you know this is you've had a baby like just get on with it this is what happens you might feel the blues or i hate when people talk about the baby blues and day three it's almost like an expectation but um, we know with both of us, like working with families in the postnatal periods, that everyone experiences everything differently. You know, it's not one size, one experience for everyone. So it's it's absolutely wonderful, you know, that birth trauma is being talked about more, that it's being acknowledged yeah. and validated for every person. And I'm just really you know delighted, Brenda, that you have put the links in your ebook to that because... You know, trauma again can be defined by different people in different ways, you know. Um, and if someone feels that they're rock bottom or if someone feels it in distress, they just don't have to sit there and do nothing and let the world crumble around them, that they can reach out for support. And in our culture nowadays, it's it's recognized that it's okay to reach out yeah. for support because for years people were judged i thinking they couldn't cope and there was a lot of fear around uh, what's going to happen to my family or my baby's going to be taken away from me but now they yeah. know that there is genuine support um, and obviously in all the trusts there's perinatal mental health midwives as well so it's not a stigma anymore um, it is a genuine uh, support mechanism yeah which is fantastic yeah.
1: Yeah, I that's the thing. It's become a more recognized. There's actually a course now that's run by the Birth Better um charity. So I'm gonna actually do that in September around birth trauma. Um but yeah, it's not really re- it's not there's not a recognized pathway for birth trauma as yet in all the trusts um and even in the mental health world. Um You've probably heard of the DSM, which is the mental health manual. Basically, all the conditions are in there. Birth trauma isn't listed in the manual, which is kind of like the mental health Bible. It's it's not in there, there's nothing yeah. it's, it's not mentioned. So that's why misdiagnosis is so common. Um, and the huge thing is, yeah, I think women in the past kept quiet and the stigma was around shame. Uh, I can't tell anybody, you know, I'm not coping or self-blame that I just, you know, there's something I've done wrong and I can. I'll somehow fix this, um. But yeah, that's the two things: is it's you're not alone, you can get better, and there are genuinely very very caring health professionals out there, um, health professionals who are just absolutely <laughs> dying to help you. You know, they're really passionate and skilled. And as you mentioned, the perinatal midwives are like that's an they're an excellent team. Yeah. Um, and that fear in the past of your baby being taken away, that's absolutely so down the list it's unbelievable that the
0: yeah. number one thing they want to do is, is help the mother yeah you know it, it's, it's so true like Brenda you know we, we just need to raise awareness of this and hopefully you know step by step and um, people recognize that uh, the support is there as well yeah. and you know in my field you know in my profession is a postnatal doula as well like I have had families who said to me, Oh, no, don't tell anybody. If anybody comes here, just say you're a friend. I don't want people to know that I'm employing someone to help me care for my baby. And i say, Well, I'm not here to care for the baby. I'm here to care for you as you adapt and learn, you know, the changes that are obviously going to happen within the family dynamics and within our bodies, within yeah. the relationships that we have as well. Um, because it is a massive transformation and it's
1: yeah it's it's kind of like adolescence like puberty <laughs> and yeah. menopause this is the middle transition so it's a three m's like what you call yeah adolescence so it's called menager okay. um and then you have motherhood and menopause so m- or this one's called matrescence when you <laughs> you'll know about this Anne. Yeah. but matrescence is the all the hormonal shifts that happen as you become a mother that transition and the thing is, it doesn't just happen once. It happens every time you have a child, if you have more than one child. And yeah, it's, it's a huge culture here to not ask for help, but I, I can feel it slowly, slowly coming in. And essentially this ebook and the follow-up program I'm gonna do, it's, it's bringing back those traditions and healing practices we've forgotten about. And essentially the, the intention is to mother the mother
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: Yeah, and that after that, it it doesn't matter what else is going on or how intense or challenging it is. If the mother is mothered, (laughs) everything else flows. Everything else, you know, whatever you pour into the mother, just pour straight into the children. But in in our culture, and and myself, I did this too. I thought, if I martyr myself to my children, you know, and if I kind of sacrifice myself and do it all, i'm helping them but it's not it doesn't actually help them and it doesn't help you or or anyone around you either um and i can prove this if anybody wants the the research papers it's (laughs) evidence-based it's not something i'm making up um but and i know it doesn't feel right probably to put yourself first but that is that is what serves you and your family best
0: absolutely and again i think it's again it's cultural isn't it is yeah. What the expectation, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love the fact as well, Brenda, that you, that you are reiterating that this isn't just something on your opinion. This isn't just your opinion. This yeah. is evidence based. But yes, we've all got our lived experiences that we're that we're happy to share. But um, having the evidence there and research papers just makes it just validates it all so much more. Like, doesn't it? It's just great. So um, I was going to say, you know what. You know how can women get your book you know if, if there's someone listening now um, or if there's you know some dads listening some birth and partners people working in the birth and world um, you know if they're interested to read your book how can they access it
1: so it's really simple they just go to our website www.healthconnects.co.uk and on the, the home page you'll see the picture of the ebook, and if you click on it it'll ask you to enter your email address and if you do that then the book is um, downloaded or emailed to or sorry it's not emailed to you; it's downloaded onto your device yeah and you can save it to your files on your phone
0: I know so, and so, then so.
1: Email it to you. if you want to print it you can you can
0: send it to a printer um, yeah that's great so we've covered like pelvic health um which I think again in today's society has been more talked about. Like for years as well, it was something that no one ever talked about. You know, about your pelvic health. Um, but you've covered that in your a book, as well. Yeah, i
1: yeah. yeah, it's it's and it's not very um really the practices in the book are about preventing almost pelvic health issues. So it's how to look after your bladder, your bowel, um, start gentle exercise, breath work um and i have a sheet in there around the six week gp checkup which i encourage all moms to go to on their own <laughs> without baby so book in your proper appointment and if you don't get and if you don't get called to go to it you book in you have that booked yeah um as soon as you can after birth have it booked in that appointment's all about you and you can prepare for that appointment um with the notes in the ebook there's actually a section to write in your notes and all the pelvic health concerns that may come polite around that time, this is the time to tell someone. So they're listed in the ebook. It will be things like symptoms of prolapse, symptoms of diastasis, which is your tummy muscle. um, Tummy muscles, uh, we used to say separation, but it's just um, they haven't healed completely after birth. Um, Any issues with scar pain, back pain, hip pain, Leaking urine, um, leaking feces, or difficulty controlling wind, um, vaginal dryness, itching, pain with intercourse—basically any issue between your lower tummy to your mid thigh—that's yeah. uh, the time to tell your GP. And also, this is the time to to have a think about your mental health and consider: do you need support? And you can—you actually can access that via the GP. And this is the time to voice your concerns as well around your mental health um so this important this appointment i want to emphasize is so important because if you get in there and you list what's wrong um, and you can seek a referral if needed to a health professional if it's done within this time frame it can be deemed as urgent mm-hmm. if it's left for another couple of months it then you go out of that urgent time frame so and then the referral can take years. So it's so important if you can go early with pelvic health issues, that it's, you goes, you go at that six week mark. Um, I don't think it's the same for mental health if you went with a significant mental health um, issue. Um, but for pelvic health, it seems to be early. Um, the early weeks after childbirth are prioritized.
0: Oh, that's really good to know, Brenda. I didn't realise that, you know, and that's good for the listeners to know as well and spread that word because, again, like pelvic health, all those issues that you talked about there, a lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, and they think um, as well that the six-week checkup is really checking the baby and just a quick to mum, how you feeling? Are you okay? Tick. Yeah,
1: as mom friend. should, baby, baby, I really shouldn't even be there. <laughs> <laughs> I got this really um, interesting, everybody. yeah. Yeah, the, the, there's a website, the NCT, the first thousand days. Their website actually really lists, and and the the guide the guidance for here in the UK uh, is that that should be a solo check, and it should be around twenty minutes, and it's a thorough mental, physical, and emotional well-being check form up. So everything, other things there can be mentioned like pre-existing conditions that you need reviewed, smear tests, contraception. Um, breast care issues with the status um concerns around like ongoing bleeding from birth absolutely yeah. everything literally write it on a page and that's your that's your window to, to seek help
0: that's brilliant yeah that's really good to know and maybe we heads up to the listeners just whenever they're making that appointment just to let the gp know that that's what they're expecting because it's important like women's health after having a baby as you said all those points you talked about there are so important for our well-being and the years to come and to know that they can be prioritized at that six-week checkup is just um it's just fantastic just and just to highlight that to the GPs, not that i'm saying that gp doesn't know but just for the mum to know that that's her time
1: yeah that is the time Um, even if if mum doesn't get or something happens the ebook i have included the general rehab exercises for the first six weeks so that's why i wanted to put it out there as a free resource because some mums yes you might get referred for physio but it can still take a while possibly um at that and and there's mums out there that won't be able to afford to go to private physio yeah um and I won't see them because they won't come. They won't be able to come because it's too expensive. So I thought a way to, to give those mums basic resources that they really should have access to was through the ebook. So that's why there's a kind of a rehab program in there. There's a group of gentle and then more progressive exercises. There's a walk, the description of how to do a walk-in program um, and how to look after your bladder, your bowel um begin some gentle breathing exercises your pelvic floor relaxation and strengthening exercises are in there too so all is not lost if you don't um get referred to physio if you have an issue sometimes time is a great healer and doing the gentle practices consistently and building up over time as well Mm. um there is a huge hormonal fluctuations that can cause some of these issues and yeah sometimes sometimes time is is also a great great healer but if they persist it is important to go back to your gp if you haven't had a chance to report anything at six weeks
0: well that's so so important to know brenda that's that's really good i'm really delighted that we've covered this so before we finish up because time has gone on we've also got half an hour down here <laughs> <laughs> i know it's Anything else that um, we're missing from the ebook? Just to highlight to listeners, just to entice them to come in and, you know, get in touch with you to click on that um, little image to have their own ebook on their own device.
1: Um, well, I would say the whole intention of the ebook is reconnection. So it's it's connection to yourself after childbirth. Um, we've mentioned that it's a huge transition, but often mums will feel they've kind of lost a part of themselves after birth so even though they're absolutely overjoyed they have a, new, a baby and they're getting to know this baby there's also a sense of, of loss and grief about the person you were before you had a baby and before you had all these demands on you and your time and your body and you know and even your relationships the shifts in relationships it can all feel a bit like loss and grief for who you were before and it's, it's really to say that's normal it's normal to feel like that and it's normal to feel maybe isolated or to feel overwhelmed. So it's just to give that reassurance. Um, so, yeah, I would say there's a part in it around reconnection with yourself. Um, and it's just to reassure, although it feels like something's been lost, um, it's rebuilt in a, in a different and often better way. So although you feel like you've lost part of yourself, as you move through the reconnection to that, that missing part, it'll feel even better than before. Um, so it's it's really just to provide that reassurance that, um, yeah, you can heal from birth and you can be really connected to yourself. and often you'll, you 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 can and it's possible to feel even better than you did before you had children,
0: yeah, it's it's just recognizing that you do change as a person, yeah, the yeah, it's your first, second, third, whatever many children you have, yeah every time. Yeah, absolutely, and it's acknowledging that and almost feeling that you can really cherish, you know, your yeah. the new you because you yeah. know, you're still your own person, but you have grown and and changed in different wee ways and it's just looking at the, the good bits.
1: <laughs> exactly, it's, it's almost just altering our perception. Like one of the examples is in the West we'll call, you know, we'll say stretch marks but in different cultures they call them strength marks yeah so that, that's just a, one of the um, things I mean around perception how you perceive yourself yeah so yeah you can love yourself more after childbirth I think um,
0: absolutely and
1: you appreciate you're so grateful for what your body can do now where before it was just like my body could do this it's fine you don't really think about it yeah <laughs> but yeah
0: yeah, connection's good. And uh when you're talking about um strength marks, I've also heard them um t- talked about flames of ra- flames of creation, which I think is lovely. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> or yeah. another one is um love lines. Love lines, oh I love lovely. <laughs> yeah, also nice. All about the language as well, and that could be a whole new different podcast on the power of language. Yeah, language, yeah. Yeah, Isn't it?
1: Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> So I just want to thank you so much, Brenda, for coming on and chatting about this ebook, and we'll get it out there and spread the word. And let's hope we get it into all the trust so that more and more people can access it um, and see how they like it and feedback to you as well. Yeah, it's probably really- um, an amazing like tool to have in this in this life. So Brenda before we go uh, I know you mentioned earlier how people can access the book so people want to have a chat with you or get in touch with you as well. Uh, do you want to tell us your social media handles?
1: Yeah so my on Instagram I'm brenda.hardy and then underscore and then our charity Instagram is health.connects and um, they can email me if they um uh, want to get in touch um i'll just give my personal my work email it's my own it's my maiden name and you really need to change it it's <laughs> brenda, brenda clark with an e uh, 111 at hogmail.com is probably the best email to get me on if you like a chat or to make an appointment um uh, i practice in portland for pelvic health physiotherapy
0: that's great but I was just going to say I should have asked you that at the very beginning where are you based but I think people can probably tell from your accent where about you
1: <laughs> what accent
0: <laughs> lovely accent love it <laughs> okay See, when I
1: worked in Belfast when I started my first job and and children's in the royal mm-hmm. they said to me like my first or second day about my accent and I was so confused you know I was 21 I didn't think I had an accent I thought they had a Belfast accent and I genuinely was like what do you mean? You guys have a Beltrass accent. I don't, I don't have
0: an accent, so I thought I didn't have one. <laughs> oh, we all we all have accents, and I love them all. They're just so they're just us. That makes us who we are, is not it? I love them. Yeah, yeah. So um, I will thank you again, Brenda. It's been great having this chat, and let's hope that lots of um mummies will reach out and access your ebook at any time okay. through pregnancy, and the days after the wee baby's born. Uh, and I just want to finish up by saying, thanking the listeners for tuning in today. Um, you know where you can contact Brenda. If you, any reason you can't, just contact me and I'll put you in touch with her. And you can contact me on Instagram as Anne Hypnodula or on my website, motherdoula.com, or we've got doulasni.co.uk. So no excuse. So you'll definitely find us. And I want to thank you again for tuning in and until the next one, goodbye so thank you listeners for tuning in as always and i hope you enjoyed this episode of let's do it please feel free to subscribe it's free and you just never know what we'll be chatting about on let's do it so don't miss out and subscribe now also, feel free to share this episode or the podcast with family, friends and colleagues and help me to raise awareness about the various topics covered in the podcast. Should you wish to get in touch with me, you can contact me via my website, motherdilla.com or doulasni.co.uk through my Instagram page at Anne Hypnodoula, or Facebook pages, Hypnobirth and Anne Glover and Dula Anne Glover. You will definitely find me once you start searching. There's no excuse. So here, have a great day and see you next time.